welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast episode. This episode is going to be all about Instagram or how I grew on Instagram or some tips that might be able to help you if you're looking to, you know, maybe grow a little bit more on your Instagram in terms of business, if you're looking to start something new, but just tips that I have in general that I think really worked well for me. So let's just dive straight into it. If you guys have any more tips that, you know, you want to share or something that worked for you, definitely DM me, you know, so that I can share it with other people as well and so that I can know what, you know, you found that worked best for you. So the first tip that I have might sound really generic and lame, but it is to be yourself. So the thing is, there's so many accounts on Instagram and so many people And a lot of people are, you know, doing the same things. There are a lot of makeup artists. There are a lot of people who are in the blogging industry who are, you know, doing fashion. There are so many people in the yoga world. And the thing is, when I started off, I felt like if I needed to be like everybody else, because maybe I was looking at their success and I was like, okay, well, I need to do things like this. I need to wear what they are wearing. I need to do what they are doing. And maybe it would help me as well. And it was actually counterproductive because the reason that I think people like looking at other people on Instagram or, you know, like consuming that content is because they genuinely like the person behind it. So you like what that person has to offer. So just kind of think about it as what makes you unique and what do you have to offer that really makes you who you are. So maybe you could sit down and brainstorm a couple things that people have always said that they liked about you. Maybe it's your voice. Maybe it's the way that you teach something or explain something. Maybe it's your, you know, eyeliner trick. Just things that you're good at and things that are specific to you and how you do things. So I would always say that tip number one is definitely to be yourself. And just because somebody else is experiencing a certain level of success based on what they are doing doesn't mean that you have to copyright it, basically. But you could just kind of do your own thing. And I feel like I tried to be so perfect for so long on Instagram. And it's only when I started to let my, you know, my normal weird personality show out, then so much more people were actually engaged and actually, you know, there for it versus when I was trying to be somebody I wasn't or trying to be a specific way just because it's Instagram, just because it's social media. And I think that that really helped me so much just to be myself and just to not try to focus too much on what everybody else is doing, but instead focus on what is unique to me and what I can actually bring to the table. So I do have an episode on comparison and ways that we might suffer from, you know, maybe we compare ourselves to people or maybe we feel like we aren't good enough and maybe we suffer from that comparison and not being able to actually see what we are good at and feeling like, you know, we are jealous or we are insecure or just working on stuff within ourselves that kind of make us turn towards that negative jealousy or comparison that we might be feeling at times. And it's completely normal. There were times that, you know, I felt that as well. So at that point in time, like in that episode I mentioned, you just have to know like why you are feeling this way and how you can work on yourself because it's really not the other person. It's really you that you need to, you know, hone in on what is actually bothering you in this. So 
being yourself is so top, top tier advice because it's what is going to make you different. It's what's going to make you stand out and people are going to be attracted to that genuine energy. And the second thing is about being visually aesthetic. So that doesn't mean that you have to have everything really, really clean. You know, you can't have an ugly tablecloth or a green curtain behind you. But I'm just saying that I separate things into two things. So I would show all the behind the scenes and I would show all the regular stuff on stories, which people are very, very much into being able to kind of look at that side of things that's not ideally 100% perfect. And in my post, I do like to maintain a level of professionalism. So I'm definitely not going to take something in like really crappy lighting or something that I didn't put a lot of energy and love into. And that doesn't mean that you have to be really crazy about it. It just means that if you do want to put out content for people to consume, then you have to do it in a way that, you know, they would enjoy because people are scrolling probably for about one to two seconds max as you repeatedly scroll. And what it shows is that you do want to see nice things. You do want to see something that is pleasing to the eyes. So maybe I would not take a yoga picture in the side of my room. That's the ugly side because I do have my room is split into the ugly and the pretty Instagram worthy section. So I have a pretty small room. It's kind of like a box and I hated it for so long. I actually have an episode to do on that, like how that hindered my life. (laughs) I know it's really random, but it's something that hindered my life, honestly, my room. And I just had so much negative thoughts and reactions towards it. It really hindered me, right? That it would hinder. It's starting to sound a bit weird now, but I basically transform my room into a space where I can take my yoga pictures and videos on one side and the other side of it is the ugly side. So you will not see me take, you know, a regular yoga pose in the ugly side of my room and kind of just paste it on my feed. If I'm doing stories and I'm doing flows, I'm not going to, you know, make an effort to cover up all the ugliness because I feel, and this is the next point that I have, people want to be able to relate to you. And it was only when I started to to show people the real behind the scenes, because I mean, if you're looking at my post, you would probably think I have this gorgeous studio, this really pretty aesthetic room. And it kind of makes it hard to relate to because not all of us have, you know, Instagram worthy spaces. And I think it was when I started to show the two sides of it on my stories that people started to realize, you know, it's okay to be normal and it's okay to have these things and to not have like a, like I dream of having a really, really pretty kitchen with marble and good lighting and, you know, pretty countertops and wooden floors. I dream of that and I am manifesting it and it's going to happen. I'm one day going to have my dream beautiful apartment, but right now I don't and that's okay because that's where I'm at in my life right now. So I still make videos on my stories in my crappy kitchen (laughs) and in my living room and just showing these behind the scenes things because I don't want people to think that everything is always perfect and everything is always aesthetic. Like yes, you have to have a certain amount of professionalism, but people also like being able to relate. So what I would say is be visually appealing in your in your feed post. So make sure that you put energy and effort into getting good lighting. So I would use natural lighting, which is what I love the most. If I don't have natural lighting, I will use a ring light because I invested in a ring light to make sure that my Zoom classes are very well lit so that everybody's seeing me properly. 
So I would say that you can invest in things like that later on if you really want to turn content creation into something big. So have your feed visually appealing because people honestly just go off of what they see in the beginning and that's completely fine. That's human nature. So I try to make sure that my feed, you know, is pleasing to the eye and it doesn't mean that I'm fake or anything like that. It just means that I prefer to put out content that I think that I want to be proud of and that looks really good and then in my stories I always show the behind the scenes and I always show that what goes on behind it and I think from that people are able to say well you know they're actually inspired by the fact that I don't have this gorgeous house I don't have this beautiful apartment yet <laughs> but I'm just working with what I have and I feel like for so long when I first started off I would see these people in these gorgeous yoga areas and I would be like so depressed like actually so sad that I didn't have it but the thing was I did have it I just needed to put some love and energy and attention into making that space you know something that's nice and now I have the most beautiful space and it was from a dungeon I literally turned the dungeon into the prettiest like I'm looking around it right now and I'm just so grateful that I was able to actually see what I could have done to change that so it's nice to be able to let people relate to your journey as well because it makes you more human and I'm not saying to just you know fake some behind the scenes but actually be honest with yourself and share things that you think that people can relate to as well. So another tip that I have is if you're starting up an Instagram account and you want to turn it into something big, you should have a niche. So a niche is something that is specific, what your account might be dedicated to. So for instance, if you do want to be a travel blogger, if you do want to travel, then maybe that is your primary niche. So you could have a primary niche and a secondary niche where you put a lot of emphasis on your primary niche and then you take a lot of your content related to that and then you have your secondary niche. So what I want to point out here is that having a niche is just like is vital because people want to come to your profile and they want to look at it. So it takes about three seconds for someone to decide that they're going to follow you. So make sure that when they come to your profile, they know exactly what you're offering. Of course, one way to do that as well is to make sure that your bio is very clear, but I'll get into a lot of specifics and I kind of just want to give you some advice and then maybe we can have a little series on this. You know, I love turning things into series because I don't want to have super long episodes that we are not able to fully take in. So that's why I love just having series on them. So having a niche is important. So for instance, my niche would be yoga and fitness. So you would see yoga pictures, yoga and fitness tutorials. And my secondary niche would just be maybe cute, fashionable pictures. Maybe, you know, me in a yoga outfit or me in a bikini because I do live on a Caribbean island. And I love that. And I do want to share that part of my life as well. Right now, the beaches are closed in my country, which is really sad, but when it's open, you know, I am going to go out there and I'm going to take my, my cute content. That will be my secondary niche. But when people come to my profile, they are primarily seeing yoga and fitness. So if you want to follow somebody who, you know, does yoga and fitness and who offers that education and that, um, content, then you, you're going to follow me if that, if you are my ideal client or ideal person. So if you, 
do you want to do maybe like a bacon page? Don't have like five bacon pages and then 10 pictures of you just randomly doing something else. Make your primary niche your primary focus and then kind of fall into the secondary niche, maybe interspersing some pictures that, that you want to. You don't always have to have a secondary niche. There are some people I know who focus solely on their primary niche. But for me, I just feel like I do love yoga and fitness, but I also do love a little bit of travel and lifestyle as well. So I'm going to try to incorporate that in a way that will still be beneficial to my audience. So another thing that you have, which I think that is good to do is make sure that you are offering something to someone. Of course, you can have a personal profile where you kind of just have it for your friends and family, which is fine. But this episode is solely for people who are looking to grow on Instagram or who are looking to turn it into something. So what I would say is find a way to offer something. If you're on Instagram to grow and to maybe start a business eventually, find a way to offer something. So maybe you're offering education. So it could be education on something. Maybe you're a baker and you want to share baking tips. Or if you're like me and you do fitness and yoga tutorials, maybe that's good as well. So you're educating in your field or in your niche, even if you're doing makeup, baking, what I said that before. But if you're like into art or into sports, into gymnastics, into pool, anything that you... Uh, want to educate people on maybe you do that so education is a huge topic so you decide if you want to be like educating people or giving advice another thing that you can do is maybe have your profile for entertainment so for instance in the beginning when I wasn't doing tutorials I would just be doing yoga pictures and yoga videos but it wasn't really educating people on anything it was just kind of me you know playing around with being creative so that's completely fine as well you can have a profile that is very you know entertainment related where you know you do different styles you do different things you kind of do what is unique to you so that works really well as well And for me, I always feel like people love learning and they love looking at things. So even if you are a blogger, you are still educating people on, you know, the best fashion tips, makeup things, you know, things that you could buy, really good prices, deals. You are still educating people. So that's still fine if you are a blogger, but just find a way to offer something to someone so that they feel that when they come to your profile, they are coming for value. You are going to give them value if it's in your field, if it's in your niche, and you're offering entertainment, you're offering education, or maybe you just have new regular news on your profile, (laughs) people who just offer regular news, that's fine as well. So the other tip that I have is a tip that I think is very important because I think a lot of us get carried away by this, and I'm not seeing this to be preachy in any way, but I'm highly against using Instagram if you want to grow and if you want to have a business. I'm very much against using it for drama and I mean drama in the sense that you know constant ranting on your Instagram I mean if that's your audience and if you know you give reviews and you rant and stuff on it then maybe that's different but I'm just talking about my personal experience I see a lot of people who have so much potential to grow to get collaborations from brands but they, they make the center of their Instagram drama and the thing is that is gonna attract a lot of attention But the thing about that is that that attention is going to be very short-lived. So even though people are coming, coming, coming to you for drama, how much drama can you really give or have in your life? And you're going to start realizing that people are just there for the drama, you know? So if you're constantly just having a lot of drama and just calling out people and just, you know, having that kind of energy on your profile, you're actually going to attract people to your profile who are just there for the drama. So maybe you, you, you know, you decide that you want to do something after and you want to turn something into a business 
you don't have your ideal clients there because they will really only come in for the drama. So I kind of tend to stay off of that as much as I can. There was one time, and I think I talked about this in the episode with my exes, where I did go through a really bad breakup and my ex cheated on me and I talked about it. I didn't call any names or anything, but I kind of just talked about it on my Instagram. But I was kind of bad mind at that point. I will admit to when I'm wrong and I was wrong. I basically kind of hinted at who it was. And he was somebody who was obviously in the country and people were able to put two and two together and figure out who it was. And a part of me just did it. And I just kind of did it really fast, which is so the problem with social media. Sometimes we get so worked up that I I did this. I'm telling you, I was just so angry in the moment. I posted it up and I knew like deep down in my core soul, I knew that I was wrong. And I still did it because I wanted people to know who he was because he was really just all over the place in everybody's DMs. And he really was just not a person. He was putting himself out there to be. And I wanted to share my side of the story. And I knew that I was sharing my truth. And of course it backfired because everybody knew who it was and I just felt really bad about it and I honestly couldn't sleep that night. I actually felt sick because I was like, I don't want my profile to turn into something like this where I'm calling people out and I'm bashing people and I'm just doing things wildly and, you know, throwing stuff up on my stories because social media is something that is so close to our fingertips that you could make the mistake if you're angry in a moment, you could pop onto your Instagram and you could rant. But the thing is, it is going to last forever. Like it's going to be there. Even if you delete your stories, it's already embedded in people's minds. And the thing is like, honestly, when I did that, I was like, oh, I don't want to have that energy around my brand and around like what I'm for. So there's so much things that I want to talk about, like so much things that are to my core, very hurtful to me. And that happened in my life, like to me, um, things that I never really shared before. And I just feel like Instagram is not the place for me to share that. Like maybe one day I'll do a podcast episode on it in a way that is beneficial and not just me coming out here and like ranting and seeing stuff. But the thing is, if you want to have that energy on Instagram, where you're making it a space for people to be educated, people to be entertained and, you know, making it viable for the long run, try to avoid that drama because, it's good in the moment, good in inverted commas, but people are just going to keep coming for that and then you're going to just turn into a drama central, right? So, you know, try to see if you could keep it in a way that you want to revolve around your brand. Now, if your brand is maybe you are, you know, somebody who is a news reporter or somebody who is, I don't know, like prone to maybe talking about those things, maybe like, you know, a celebrity news reporter would, you know, talk about those things. Maybe that's a different topic, but I'm speaking in terms of if you are on Instagram looking to grow, looking to have a brand, looking to turn it into a business, that is one thing that helped me. And even though there were times where I could have been involved in drama and I could have been responding to people who were trying to, you know, get responses out of me, I 100% did not do it because... I just knew that once you start and go down that slippery slope, that's going to be the end of it and you're going to just keep doing it. And I honestly 100% believe if you all listen to, you know, my podcast episodes, you know that I believe in energy and I believe in just having my energy around my brand and around my Instagram very like clean. So of course, maybe you are somebody who, you know, maybe you have a radio show and you talk about these things and, you know, you do these different things and that's completely fine. But I'm just talking from my experience again. I know I have to throw in these disclaimers. It probably sounds like I said it like a million times, but I'm just, you know, seeing it again. So the next thing that, yeah, so I talked about that, the niche and not being too perfect because people want to relate. That is something that I found 
is very powerful because back in the day, the pressure was, you know, to be perfect, to have everything clean, to look a certain way, to have a perfect body, to have perfect skin. And now I realize that people are just kind of just being like, why don't you just live your damn life? So I'm actually coming out there. If you look, if you follow me on Instagram, and if you're not, you probably should at the Paris James. Shameless plug. <laughs> I'm starting to show, you know, how my skin looks on a bad day or how my stomach looks on a day where I'm bloated, I'm not feeling my best. And the thing is, we are so human without even realizing it. Sometimes we think that people don't go through the same things as us, but we do. And that is something that really gave me the car, like I was feeling very encouraged to do it because I know how much I suffered from looking at other people's version of perfect and always feeling like if I was not like that. So just be yourself, you know, do things that you would usually do and not try to do it just because somebody else is doing it or you think that that's how you have to be to be perfect. So yeah, that's going to work really well for you. So the other thing that I want to say is to make sure that you're hopping onto Instagram stories. That's something I do. I I was doing it for a really long time since we were on in the Snapchat days. I always used to be kind of comfortable putting myself out there because I kind of just talked it like if I'm your yoga BFF, I'm kind of like your life BFF too. And we're just having conversations about things. Maybe I'm taking you through my work day or maybe I'm sharing products that I like that day. I just really love coming on there and connecting. And I notice a huge difference between people who do that and people who don't. I just feel like if you do have a business or you do want to grow, people have to get to know you. And this is going to be another episode that I make. But I always say that people buy from people and they don't necessarily buy things. Like for instance, I follow a lot of these yoga girls and I know exactly, you know, what I need to do to get into splits or what I need to do to work on my core. But if my favorite yoga girl comes out with something, I'm going to buy it because I love her. I'm invested. I just love what she stands for. I love everything about her. So I'm going to invest in her products, invest in what she brings out. So people do buy from people. So make sure that you're showing up on your Instagram stories and just talking every day. Even if it's something small, make sure that you are just out there showing up. Of course, another thing that you have to do if you want to grow on Instagram is to consistently post. So that might be really, really hard. I might do another episode on how to consistently post or how to go about planning your content. But I do love having content piled in advance. So I would actually film 10 yoga tutorials in one day. And it, it sounds like a lot, but it's not because these are mini tutorials that are just me showing the move like for 10 seconds. So I could do that pretty fast. So I would actually do that in one day and get somebody to come and help me. And I would actually just do 10 of that in one day and have it in an album called, you know, October tutorials. And then when I have time, when I'm lying down in bed, or maybe I'm waiting in a long line in the bank, I would just kind of edit them and I would just keep doing that. And eventually you're going to stay on top of it. And then when I go to do a shoot, I make sure and take like 10 pictures, like extra pictures that I'll be able to have. I always carry more than one outfit if I'm doing like a content day and I just space it out. So it's not that I'm taking content for Instagram every single day. Chances are I would probably do it for two to three days of the month, but you just have to be really specific about it. So I would spend days before like writing on exactly what tutorials I want to film, exactly what outfits I want to showcase, what poses I want to do. I would go out there, create content and then have stuff to consistently post. So I think the last thing that I want to say is just not to take it like you obviously are trying to be, you know, professional about it and take it seriously if you do want to grow. But I also want you to have fun with it and just kind of think about it as a memoir that people are going to be able to look back at. So I would say don't be too obsessed with the numbers. 
we all fall into the trap of the numbers. Even if you say you don't, a part of you, I'm sure does, think about like when people unfollow you or when people follow you. And that's just the society that we live in now. And I just realized that the more I stopped counting the numbers, the easier it got to just be myself, be creative, put stuff out there and not worry about if people are unfollowing me with people are following me or how much numbers I do have because I always say it's about quality of your followers and not quantity. So I love, love, love the fact that my followers on Instagram are very engaged. They're all girls that I talk to that feel comfortable coming to me for advice that I can, you know, talk yoga to or just life in general. And we can just all, you know, gather together in that one spot and kind of just chat, whether it's the replies to my stories or comments underneath posts. I rather that community than having a lot of followers just for the sake of having that amount and then just not having that kind of engagement or community cultivated where people are actually going to be tuned in. So don't be too concerned about your numbers. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I know it's going to be hard, especially if you're just starting out or if you feel like you're not growing at all. But when you consistently do it and you consistently be yourself, put yourself out there and just do these things that I mentioned, then you will grow. So it's really just about having fun. And I like to think about IG as like a memoir that, you know, later on I can look back and I can look at all of the amazing things that I did for myself and to help other people as well. So I really love looking at it like that. And it's so much easier to just, you know, have fun with. And the funny thing is, I I just know so many people who want to start Instagram profiles for businesses or want to, you know, start cooking pages or art pages and they just always suffer from so much fear and I'm just like, what are you scared about? Just do it, just start it, start that profile, open up that Instagram, click create new profile, start it. If you feel really scared, put it as private and just start like uploading stuff until you feel comfortable. Maybe you start, you know, sharing a few of the posts with your friends or telling a few people about the profile and eventually you're not even going to care. But the thing is, we get so stuck in our heads about Instagram and Instagram and being perfect that we never actually take these steps to just be ourselves, have fun, put out content that we 100% love doing and what we're good at. So yeah, these are my tips for growing a following or a brand. It could be Instagram or TikTok as well. Um, anything really, even YouTube. I will be doing a YouTube channel soon on yoga, but right now I'm working on a project. Y'all are probably going to be the first ones to know what the project is. Y'all my podcast listeners, <laughs> whoever is out there. <laughs> so yeah, let me know if you like this episode, if you want more tips like this, and just feel free to always just pop by, say hi, and let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what's up in your life, if you need any advice, and if you want to hear any specific episodes be being recorded. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. This is the end of this episode, and yeah, we'll talk soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at the Paris James on Instagram, don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.